Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Are you ready for the Word of God? You look so excited. Are you excited to hear the word of God? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. We should shout hallelujah. I love the word of God. Amen. Amen. I will continue the sermon from last Sunday. Let me read the scripture and review a little bit. In Haggai chapter 2, verses 6 to 9, this is what the Lord Almighty says, In a little while I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, say the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. Last Sunday, we learned from this scripture that the Holy Spirit wants to encourage us to be involved or participating in building local churches around the world. The house of God in the Old Testament is symbolic of today, the local church, ecclesia. In the Old Testament, the presence of God was only in the house, not on everybody. But now we gather together with the presence of God, the church of Jesus Christ. We went to Germany and Switzerland, not just to preach the gospel, but we planned a church in Germany. This morning I saw the picture that many German came in now and watch our video because the pastor did not go back on time to preach, but they, they watch our video in uh, German language and many husbands start to show up and now we have more Swiss people show up in the Swiss church. So we're going to go there to keep building the church all over the world, in different cities in the world. The Bible says in Haggai chapter 1, verses 9 to 11, you expected much, but see, it turned out to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why? Declares the Lord Almighty, because of my house, which remains a ruin. Why each of you is busy with his own house. Therefore, because of you, the heavens have withheld their dew, and the earth is crops. I call for a drought on the fields and the mountains on the grain, the new wine, the oil, and whatever the crowd produces on men and cattle, and on the labor of your hands. So God really rebuked the people of Israel that, because your guy only thought about your own house, you did not care about my house, therefore the blessing cannot flow into your family. But in the book of Haggai chapter 2, the Lord said that, if you start to build my house now, I will check the heavens and the earth. He will do something in the natural to support us, to have resources, not just only to enjoy life, but also to build the house of God as well. Not only that, he will check the nations, which means he will check 
people's heart to come and support us to provide for us. When I started to build the church in Thailand, Baptist Church, my clinic became very famous. God sent in patients. And a lot of doctors refer patients to me, so that I can have money to help that Baptist church to go out and preach the gospel in the leprous village and to tell all the farmers in that city about the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, God bring in money so that I can go out to preach the gospel and to build the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's what we talked about last Sunday: that God will shake the heavens and the earth, the natural realm. And he will shake the nations. He will shake people around you to come and support you to help you. And we don't have to worry about it. God will take care of us when we start to serve the Lord and build the house of God. Jesus said that I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. It is the will of Jesus to build His church in every city, every town, in. Every country around the world, our church totally believe in church planting. We believe that the church is the main institution to bring the gospel to show the power of God into this lost and dying world. I'm not the type of person who go to any city and preach on a big stage and then go home and do nothing. I like to plant the church in that area because that church will stay. And the pastor there will continue to educate people, evangelize, and make disciple in that city. That's how it works to continue on and on in the kingdom of God. If we go there and just leave and don't leave anything there, eventually people may go back to the world again. So that's why every city that Paul went, every city that the apostle went in the book of Acts, they did not only preach the word, but they planted a local church. In that city, that's why we heard about the church in Corinth, the church in Philippi, the church in Colossae and Galatia, because all these apostles believe in church planting. Now we're going to look what kind of church God want to plant in the end time. Let's look at verse seven one more time. Haggai chapter two, verse seven. The Bible say, "And I will fill this house with glory," says the Lord Almighty, the glorious. Church. That's what he want to build. What is the word glory? Let me read from First King chapter eight verse eleven. So that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. In the time of Solomon, the glory of the Lord came in like. The cloud to fill that house. I pray that one day we're going to have that experience. The cloud of the Lord fill this house. What is the glory? Have you heard the word glory off and on in the church? The word glory in the Old Testament came from the Hebrew language, kabod, K-A-B-O-D. The word kabod means heavy, thick. So, what it means, the word "glory," there are two meanings. The first meaning is the thick, tangible presence of God. Even though God is everywhere, but the tangible, thick presence of God is not everywhere. 
and in the temple of Solomon, the thick, tangible presence of God showed up like a cloud. The, all the priests could not minister. They might be on their knees, on the ground. They couldn't, like, they're just so touched by the glory. I remember one time I went to preach in Hong Kong in their camp meeting. And in the end of the preaching, the glory of the Lord showed up in that room. And I remember I was hanging on on the microphone pole because I was so drunk. The presence of God was so strong, I could not even stand. I had to hang on to the microphone pole. The presence of God was there. The glory of the Lord showed up in Hong Kong in that Christian camp meeting. And eventually I was on the ground and crawled on the ground because the presence of God was so thick. You know, when the presence of God showed up in this physical body, our natural body could not stand the power of God. It's like you put your finger into the electric socket. What happened to you? You're going to lose. You're not going to win that power in the electrical socket. You're going to be like this. You see, the same thing when the power of God shows up, when the presence of God shows up, your body will respond. You will feel weak. You will feel like, I cannot function anymore. And that's what happened in the Old Testament. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 27, and to present her to him, her in church, to himself, to Jesus, as a radiant. This is from NIV, but the New King James Version says, as a glorious church. So, God said, I want to build the glorious church. The church that filled with the presence, thick presence of God. So the word glory not only means the thick presence, tangible presence of God, but it also means the perfect attribute of God. When we say every time glory, what does it mean? God show up please. And not only that, it means we want to be perfect like you. We want your glory to come and cleanse us to become more like you. We want to have perfect attribute of God. When a person shows up, his or her attributes or her character show up with her and him. Is that right? The same thing when God shows up, his attribute, his character show up. You can feel the love. You can feel the joy. You can feel that in the atmosphere the faith, the blessing, the goodness of God, because He shows up. I want God to show up in my house every day. I want God to show up in the operating room when I perform surgery. I want God to show up in the church. And He promised that in the end time church like this, we are building the church in the end time. And God said He wants to build the church filled with glory, filled with its tangible, thick presence. Amen? Amen? Every Sunday before I left my house to come to church, I pray, God, today we don't want to have just another religious ceremony. We don't want just to have another tradition here. We want you to show up. We want your presence to fill this room. Touch your people. You come in and you talk to them. You minister to them. The sickness has to be gone, and the demon have to leave. Blessing will flow in. So because of this scripture, I totally believe that we want to build a church that welcomes the glory of the Lord. Glorious church. Sometimes when we read the word 
filled with glory. We always also think about beautiful building, nice carpet, nice building and roof. When I went to Europe, I saw many beautiful church building there. In that generation, many years ago, they built beautiful building. You walk in, you can see beautiful decoration, but the church was empty. There was no people in there, very empty. Now in England, there is less and less church. Many churches sold out to be apartment now, because they think about only building. Yes, we need to build. A beautiful building. We want to have a beautiful church. We want to have a nice stuff and nice carpet, nice beautiful thing. But that is not our main focus. Even though we should do it, though we should do the best. When I walk in the house of God and I saw a piece of paper on the floor, I will pick it up and throw in the garbage can, because I want this house to be clean, to give glory to God. I want to take care of the house of God very well. I'm not going to abuse this building because this building belongs to him. Is this his house? We need to take care of his house. Amen. But not only about the building, we also want to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. We each of us is the temple of God, filled with the glory of the Lord. That's why we love the fire of God. When if you went to the camp, you would notice that every night. The Holy Spirit came down and filled the house, touched people. So many people get healed, so many people get delivered, and so many lives changed because the glory of the Lord shows up. We want God to show us up in the church, amen. We don't want just to have religion, tradition, ceremony. We don't want that. Actually, tradition kill people. Tradition steal the blessing from people. The most important thing on Sunday, the most important thing in our church meeting, is the presence of God. We want Him to show up, and when He shows up, He will come with His character. He will wash the junk out of our life, fill in the good thing, the love, the mercy, the life, the strength, the grace, the good thing into our life. Not only that, when He shows up, demons have to leave, curses have to leave. That's why we want the presence of God to show us up, and He promises that in the end time, like this, we are living closer to the end time now, the second coming of Jesus Christ. He shall fill His house with His glory. How many people want the glory to fill the house here? How many people want the glory to fill your house too? I have no question at all. This coming weekend, when I show up in Freiburg. Germany, that place, that campsite, gonna be filled with the glory, amen. Gonna be filled with the presence of God. The thick presence of God will be there. In fact, I learned something about anointing or about the gift. I notice when I stand here in my own church, I feel the anointing of pastor and teacher. But I tell you, when I go out of town, either to Thailand or foreign land. And I go out to help all these churches to plant. I feel the mantle, the cloth of the anointing on my body so thick, and that anointing is different from here. That anointing is apostolic anointing, so strong on me. Even I walk close to somebody, demon come out right away. I don't have to lay hand. Demon start to shake 
and go out because the anointing is different from. Actually, this morning when I was standing there worshiping God, God, can you give me apostolic anointing in this room too? Why only pastor anointing in my own church? I want that strong anointing, like when I travel around the world. But I cannot force God. I just can ask God. Amen. Maybe I should leave this church and become a guest speaker, and I go somewhere else for a year and come back as a guest speaker. Then I can come back as a apostolic anointing, not. Pastor anointing anymore, amen. It's so strong. You need the strong presence of God to break the ground, to build the church in the area that the religion and demons and principality and uh, and authorities that has taken over that city. When I go to Thailand, I tell you, I walk into Thailand, that Buddhist country. I don't walk in just a preacher. I walk in as a martial art guy. I walk in like a you know a spiritual. A martial artist go in with the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit and say, "I cannot knock out this principality and authority. I cannot get people safe in this city. I can do that only when I have the presence of God. I need the presence of God to show up in a meeting. I cannot do it by myself as a doctor, as a neurosurgeon. I need the anointing on me. Amen. And I believe the same thing in Israel. If we want to check Israel." We need the anointing. We cannot just go in with just law and rule and all this. No, we need to hit that country with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, with the glory of the Lord. That's why we need to build the glorious church, a church that is welcoming the anointing. Amen. Not just speaking in tongue, though. Some people think that speaking in tongue you graduate. No, speaking in tongue is just a beginning. We need thicker and thicker anointing, the glory of the Lord, more and more in the presence of God. Amen. We need to learn how to receive the glory and carry the glory everywhere we go. When you go to Microsoft, you go to Boeing, and you talk to non-believers, you carry the glory, and the glory will set them free, help them to be saved. Not you. You carry the anointing. How many people want to be the carrier of the, of, of the glory? I want to be the carrier of the the glory. Amen. That's why sometimes my patient in my clinic start to cry and start to laugh. When we start to talk about God and they start to cry and laugh because the glory is there in that room. The glory can be anywhere. Amen? Not just only in the church, but you carry. You are the church that carry the glory of the Lord. Amen? Verse 9 says, The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. When you look at the Old Testament, we're talking about the two houses, the two temple of God. But now we are in the New Testament dispensation. We think about the house of God in the book of Acts, the early church time. And now we are the latter house. We are in the end time. That is the beginning of the local church in Jerusalem. But now we are in the latter part, the latter house. The Bible says the glory, the thick, tangible presence of God. The complete, the perfect attribute of God. That's why I totally believe that the church that welcome the glory, the pastor and leaders and everyone in the church must welcome the word holiness. Not playing game. Not come in goof and do something, cheating money, commit adultery, doing something to show off that I am an anointed preacher. No, no, no. Holiness has to be in the church. Because the glory comes with holiness. 
Pastor Dan and I, we are so careful of how we live in our life. We want to live a holy life. We're not going to cheat anybody, even one penny. We're not going to abuse any members or take advantage of anybody because we want to be the vessel of the glory. If the glory shows up, come with what? Holiness. The glory come with righteousness, the perfect attribute of God. Therefore, we need to be the vessel for the glory and the same thing with the church. In this church, we will not do anything to cheat people or to manipulate people to welcome the spirit of manipulation or anything. It has to be pure. We need to have a pure, holy atmosphere to welcome the glory of the Lord. Amen? And if you want to be the vessel to bring the glory, you need to be pure and holy as well. You need to have clean hands and pure heart. And you need to repent very quickly. And the Bible said the glory of this present house now we are in the present house, will be greater than the glory of the former house than the book of Acts. When you read the book of Acts, you can see that in the book of Acts, in the upper room, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the glory came down on the 120 people in the upper room. We can see that the angel shook the door of prison open and miracle happened. The whole family of the jailer got saved. We can see healing and miracle and raising the dead, casting out demons. When somebody lied to the Holy Spirit in front of Peter, they dropped dead in front of the apostle. The husband and the wife dropped dead. Why? Because the glory was so thick. You remember? The glory was so thick that even when Paul lay hand on the handkerchief and the apron, the handkerchief and the apron contained the glory the anointing, and sent to another city, lay hand on the sick or the people who have demons. They got set free. The glory was so thick. Can we expect that we will have more miracles, healing, signs and wonders, holiness, and the thick presence of God than the time of Peter, Paul, and the book of Acts? Can we expect that? Is it increasing now? I can see now we have testimony a lot in our YouTube that people get healed, people get delivered from demons all over the place. And we are just a little part of the body of Christ. But we are the little part that won the glory. We are the little part that won the more glory, more thick presence of God. Amen? We know that we cannot do the job that He tells us to do without the glory, without the thick, tangible presence of God. I don't know about you, but for me, as long as I live and I'm, as long as I'm a pastor of this church, I'm going to welcome the presence of God. I'm going to welcome the glory of the Lord. I love the presence of God more than anything else. You know, if you are in the presence of God long enough, I tell you, everything else is nothing. The presence of God is more sweeter than Waikiki Beach. The presence of God is sweeter than having big cash in front of you. The pile of cash in front of you. Everything else is nothing. When you are in the presence of God, nothing. You are not attached to the world anymore. And I can imagine when I go to heaven and I will be with the Lord. Oh, by the way, when you go to heaven, we need a new body. We cannot be in this new body. If we are in this body to be in heaven, we're going to be melt and just gone. This 
earthly body could not stand before the presence of the Almighty. That's why when we go to heaven, we need a new body to be able to stand before the Almighty God. His glory, the people in heaven don't even need the sunshine. His glory was so thick in heaven that shine the light all over heaven. Can you imagine? So thank God for the new body in heaven. But we expect that the glory will be thicker in this generation than the time of Peter and Paul. How many people believe that? That we can do greater than Peter and Paul. You remember Jesus said, the work that I do, you shall do also. And greater work than this, you shall do. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God nowadays we don't have even to fly. People get healed through internet. People listen to the internet and they get healed by listening to the word of God and the anointing touch them. So many people send message to me that the fire of God hit them in their bedroom because they listen to our YouTube and the presence of God touch them and they got healed from incurable disease. Something like that. So the glory of the Lord will be thicker and we want our church to welcome and to usher the glory of the Lord thicker than before. Amen. John chapter 14 verse 12 say, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than this because I am going to the Father. Thank God for what Jesus did. Thank God for what Peter did. Thank God for what the Apostle Paul did. But we are in the generation of the greater glory. We can expect greater work, greater miracles than Peter and Paul and definitely, we follow the footsteps of Jesus Christ. Amen? And we believe that the multitudes of people are going to come in to know the Lord. Because I was born in Thailand, definitely, one of my prayers is that before I die and go to heaven, I want to see millions of Thai people and Laotian people, because Laotian people can understand Thai language, come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Right now, maybe less than 1% Christian in Thailand. Less than 1%. Serious. But I pray that before I die, there will be at least 50%. That many people will turn to Jesus Christ. Amen. Not my, my own strength, but by the glory of the Lord. Amen. If God sent us to other country too, that's okay. But at least that is my birthplace. And it's a very dark place. Dark. Because people worship idols. People really worship demons. I grew up that way. I grew up worshiping demons every day. And I know they need Jesus so badly. That's why they got sick. They got poor. They are in trouble. They need the Lord. They need the glory. I know every country needs the Lord. I know that. That's why God sent missionaries out to every country around the world. Thank God for all the missionaries. Amen? And when the glory of the Lord showed up, what else happened in verse 9? And in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. We want to be the church filled with the glory. More glory, thicker glory. As year go by, year 2020, year 2019, we expect to have more glory than this year. More and more glory. 
in the ministry in the churches around the world. More and more glory, more miracles, greater glory than the time of Peter and Paul. But while we are welcoming the thick presence of God, what comes with Him? Shalom, peace. The word shalom here, the word peace, I will grant shalom, declares the Lord Almighty. This is the blessing of building the local church. When God called me in 1987 to start this church, and I responded positively to say, Yes, Lord. Now I look back for the past 30 years. I am so thankful that I'm involved in building this church. I never regret it even one bit. Because I, and I noticed also the members of this church, experience shalom all these 30 years. Shalom. Shalom in the house of God. So evident that non-believers look in and say, I want to be in your party too. I want to be in your club too. Because you're so different from us. You guys have shalom in your house. What does it mean, shalom? The word shalom in the Hebrew language means peace, prosperity, productivity, success, welfare, friendliness, deliverance, salvation, completeness, and soundness. Shalom. Peace and joy. In the church, his people will experience prosperity, productivity, peace, fruitfulness, safetyness, health, deliverance, salvation, completeness, friendliness, and also soundness in life. In the Bible, when the word shalom is translated into English, it can be translated into many ways, such as 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 6. Say to him, long life to you, good health to you and your household, and good health to all that is yours. The word good health here is the word shalom in Hebrew language. Genesis chapter 21, 28, verse 21, the word shalom was translated safely, so that I return safely shalom to my father's house. Judges chapter 11, verse 31, the word shalom was translated triumph. Whatever come out of the door of my house to meet me, when I return in shalom or triumph from the Ammonites will be the Lord's. The church going to be a big tree that people will come in and receive security, blessing, salvation, deliverance, the place of security, the place of blessing, the place of prosperity. And in the past 30 years, I noticed that what happened to me, to Pastor Da, to many members in this church and the, our children, grandchildren, they are under the special shalom or protection of God. It's worth it to spend the energy and time to build a church that welcome the glory and preach the word of God and welcome holiness of God. Because you and your household, your children and grandchildren shall be 
under the shalom of God, the protection of God. Is it wonderful? It's wonderful. Amen. How many people who are old timers of this church, old members, agree with me that this is happening all these 30 years? Raise your hand up. You are old timers. Raise your hand very high. That you notice shalom in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. So the church should be that, that kind of place. In the book of Psalm, chapter 122, verse 1, I rejoice with those who say to me, this should be our prayer as well. Let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us go to the house of the Lord. Because at that house, we will have shalom. We have prosperity, productivity, and pro- pro- uh, the peace and the joy and the victory, the healing happened in the church. Because the glory of God, the tangible presence of God is there. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I remember when I, many years ago, when the doctor told me that one of my children will never speak, will never graduate from high school, hopeless case, I was sitting there, and I I didn't say much. The, The psychologist talked to both of us that this is hopeless, that he would not be able to speak, he would not be able to graduate, would not be able to work, he need to depend on other people. And I pray in my heart, God, you're bigger than this doc- what the doctors say. So all these years, one of these children of mine sit in the church, being in the presence of God, hear the word of God. He got better and better and better, and he was able to graduate. And he was able to find a job and work every day. So the doctor was wrong. God is right. Shalom. In the house of God. So I want to let you know, don't run away from the church that welcome the glory of the Lord. You may not see the outcome overnight, but if years after years, your kids come into the presence of God, in the shalom of God, I guarantee they will get better. All the curses are going to be taken away. The peace of God will come into their life. Amen. I totally sold out for building the glorious church. Because that is not only for salvation, but it's also for the wealth, the, wealth, the safetyness, and the triumph, the victory of people in that city that come in and receive the shalom of God. Amen. I totally believe. The church is a place of shalom. And your kids are going to get better. Your grandchildren will grow up in the presence of God. Malachi chapter 4 verses 1 to 2. Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble. And that day that is coming will set them on fire, say the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them, but for you... Who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will arise with healing in its wings. And you will go out and leap like calves released from the stall. You're going to leave and you're happy because you get healed in the presence, in the glory of the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 9 is a prophecy. 
Then this city, that church, the glorious church, will bring me renowned joy, praise and honor before all nations on earth that hear all the good things I do for it. And they will be in awe and will tremble at the abundant prosperity and peace of shalom I provide for it. This is the reason why I love to record testimony of how God healed people in the camp meeting in the church and put in the YouTube what Nicole shared last Sunday already have almost 200 hits in the past 48 hours. 200 people already listened. One man contacted me from Hong Kong. I heard the story of a man named Stan Lander that his brain cancer was healed in the presence of God. When you're going to come to Asia, we need that in Asia. He has brain tumor too, but in the brain stem. So he needs the miracle. Only the glory can heal him. Some incurable disease, doctor cannot do anything. Only the glory. Like I shared last Sunday, one lady who had a condition called bladder pain syndrome. The doctor gave up on her, said, you're going to have to live with this. She turned on our YouTube, listen. The glory of the Lord hit her from the YouTube. She got healed, she repented, and now she get promotion in her work. So many blessings, prosperity come into her life because she welcomed the glory of the Lord. Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's why we welcome the glory. We believe in shalom. Amen? Everyone said, the glory. Come on. Thick presence of God. The word kabod also used for the, a camel who carry everything on their back. Heaviness. So when we say kabod or glory, it means heavy presence of God. We welcome the heavy presence of God. And not only that, shalom will come with the glory as well. Amen? Should we welcome the glory? Should we welcome the shalom? The peace? How many people believe that the house of God is the place of shalom? Should we build that kind of church in Germany? In Switzerland? In Israel? In Thailand? Taiwan? In China? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In every place, the glory of the Lord will fill the earth just like the water fill the sea. And how the glory of the Lord going to show up? Through the church. Through His people who carry the glory. We are the carrier of the glory. And we go there to bring the glory there. Amen? That's why we need to build glorious church all over the world. To bring the glory. I tell you, the more I go to Europe, the more I go to Germany and Switzerland, the more oh, I can see people there really need the glory. Really need the glory. They're so destroyed by religion and tradition and wrong teaching. All these years, they lack good teaching. They lack the glory of the Lord. This is religion. They need the glory. I can see that in some part in America too. Though. We need the glory in America as well. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, thank you so much 
for showing us from the book of Haggai, chapter 2, that it's your will to build the glorious church, the church that is full of your presence, your thick, tangible presence. Oh Lord, we welcome your glory. And we know when your glory shows up, shalom will come as well. Broken people, sick people, desperate people who come into your house shall be set free, shall be delivered, shall rise up in the high mountain of God. They will have the spiritual, supernatural breakthroughs in their life. They will not live in poverty anymore, in debt, in lack, in sickness and disease, in defeat. They shall have peace, productivity, prosperity, wholeness, good health, deliverance, healing. All the good things from heaven shows up when you shows up, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Ask you, Lord, to use all of us to be the carrier of the thick presence of God. Everywhere we go, Father, we carry your presence, your glory. When the student in this room pray for the sick in the school, the glory shows up the sick shall be healed. When the workers in the office share the gospel, the glory shows up and souls shall be saved. Miracles and breakthroughs shall happen. Lord, you don't just use Peter and Paul. What Jesus said in John chapter 14, the work that he did, we would do also. Because we believe in you. Therefore, we believe you can use everyone who are listening to this teaching right now and in this church to do greater work by faith and by your glory, Lord. In the years and the days to come, use all of us, Lord. Fill all of us with your glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thankful.